This is Burgos Ed, the podcast that answers all your questions you never dare to ask about banking. And I'm your host, Aurelia Rauch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Burgos Ed. So in this podcast, um, I am at liberty to ask my experts whatever I want to know because I am sort of financial market adjacent and whatever terms float around that not are not quite clear to me, I can, um, yeah, dig a bit deeper here. So today I'm welcoming René. Hi, René. Good morning. Hey, um, we touched on bonds a lot. We talked about the different varieties that there are on bonds. We talked about bonds versus equity, all of that. But a thing that is still not completely clear to me or some, some terminology that I think warrants further explanation um, is the question of a duration of a bond. So I've picked this up because in the last couple of weeks, um, I what I've heard you guys talk about here in the bank a lot is that market participants are more and more talking about rising yields and in this context about the duration of bonds. So can you explain to me what that is? And the is that just the tenure of a fixed income security? Is that just how long somebody buys a bond for essentially? Or what does this mean? Hmm. Um, yes and no. I mean, actually... Duration can be interpreted in different ways and indeed it has somehow to do with the time to maturity of a bond investment. But uh, nonetheless, the answer is not entirely correct. When talking about duration, um, investors basically refer to the sensitivity of the bond price mm -hmm. um, in relation to, to another factor. Um, most often this is in relation to interest rates. Okay. But um, the term duration is also used um, in the context of spreads, but we should just concentrate on the interest rate duration today. Okay. Um, but first, let's take a step back maybe and, and briefly um, see how bond investment works because this might help to understand why duration uh, is, is of importance in this, um, in this context. Um, as we described in one of our earlier Bergus Ed podcasts, a bond investment is in its easiest way uh, has two parameters or three parameters. This is the principle, so how much money you invest in bonds, yeah. the time to maturity and the coupon. Okay. So let's take a very simple example. Uh, let's assume you lend 100 units of money to a company for seven years. And okay. The coupon is 5%. That means you receive for 100 you pay, you, you receive five units every year um, as interest rate or coupon. Mm -hmm. um, that represents a return of 5% if you pay 100 in the beginning and receive 100 uh, in the end back. Um, what, we ha what we saw in the last years is that um, the demand for bond investments was uh, quite significantly rising, not only from the investor side, from the usual investor side, but also due to this enormous um, central bank measures. Uh, we know that ECB, Fed and other big central banks um, are participating in the bond markets by purchasing securities. And the basic concept of demand and supply, as we know, tells us that a rising the demand meeting a steady supply means that the prices will rise. Yeah. So um, let's assume we have a second investor now. Um, that comes into the market a bit later and purchases this bond not at 100, but 110. But mm -hmm. he still receives the coupon of 5%. Mm -hmm. That means um, 
in your case, the 5% coupon was 5% yield. Mm -hmm. But for him, we have a different like basis to calculate. So he receives five units on a price of 110. So he is roughly at about 4.54% um, he is receiving in, in, in a running yield. Um, if, if the price now changes from 110 back to 105, mm -hmm. and this is what we are experiencing now in the markets with bond prices um, uh, falling, that means he has an unrealized loss on his position. He's still receiving five. He paid 110 and in the end he, he receives back 100. So there was kind of a, uh, a change when he will receive um, his payments over the time, his cash flows. Um, now let's come back to duration. Basically, it can be said that the duration measures the sensitivity towards increases or decreases in, in rates, as I said before. Okay. Or a different way to look at it is to ask how long does it take the investor or the bond to pay back the initial investment um, by the coupon payments in, uh, during the tenure or um, finally or eventually by paying back the, the full amount. Mm -hmm. That means if you have uh, coupon payments in between until maturity, um, the duration is always less than the time to maturity. Yeah. Because you, you get a fraction back earlier already, not, not, uh, not only at the maturity, mm -hmm. to answer your question. Okay, so you said that it has an effect on the price in form of an unrealized loss or gain, right? Um, why is that of such a concern then? Mm -hmm. um, well, we know it's an unrealized gain. It's, it's um, as long unrealized uh, as long as you keep the bond. But if you sell it, then it's uh, suddenly it's a realized loss. And course, in yeah. investors, um, or especially our private investors, they... Uh, usually look at the valuations and um, they understand it as a loss, although it's just market fluctuations, right? right? Okay. Um, but if you locked in a yield of 5%, um, but the general interest rate levels increased over time, that means that out of a sudden you have um, relatively more attractive opportunities to invest in. Um, that means... Um, if the yields rose, you might find another investment opportunity that pays more simply because the rates level increased. In addition, you, on the other hand, received a coupon, um, which has to be reinvested at changing uh, interest rate levels. Okay. And this um, kind of puts the, 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 the concept of duration a bit in perspective, because um, the longer duration means that um, you're receiving your money back at a later point in time mm -hmm. and hence you have less reinvestment risk. Okay. Um, that is, if, if you, if you uh, invest at a particular point in time and you have a long duration and in the meantime the yields are tickling down, are, are decreasing, um, it's not that much of a concern for you because you don't have to reinvest your coupon payments at a lower and lower um, a yield in the market. Mm -hmm. Hence, you like to have longer duration. Mm -hmm. And the opposite is the case when yields are rising. If you have a long duration, meaning you receive your money back way in the future, mm -hmm. but at the same time, during this period, the um, interest rate levels in the markets are rising, you are missing something. You, you could take the money, if you had it, and invest it at higher yields. And hence, in situations where the yields are rising, you would prefer to have a lower duration, a short duration. Got it. Okay. So is that duration question then only relevant for bonds? 
Um, directly, yes, because it has a di most direct impact on the bond valuations, this inverse relationship between yields and, and uh, the valuation of the bonds. But um, in the investment markets um, across the asset classes, there are some kind of um, yeah, interconnections, uh, whether the bond duration or whether interest rate um, uh, changes also have an impact. But maybe let me ask you um, just to kind of contextualize that. In your opinion, if I offer you to give you 100 units of money now or in 10 years, yeah. what would you prefer? Well, first of all, I guess it depends on whether I need it or not. But in general, I probably take it now because even if I don't need it right now, I could maybe do something with it on my own right or I don't know. I also don't know what will happen in 10 years. If exactly. Um, so you have to discount the future money um, down to today, which sure. is normally done with interest rates, with um, 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 presumably risk-free interest rates. That means 100 today is worth more in 10 years or 100 in 10 years is worth less today because you have this discounting sure. factor. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. And the same applies to other asset classes than fixed income. If you, for example, um, take the, the general concept of equity valuation, I mean, it's very simplified, but, but as a general starting point, you look at um, the future cash flows the company is expected to generate mm -hmm. and you discount it back to now. And with that, you come to a conclusion what the equity price should be. Okay. That means if the yield levels increase too much, um, this has an effect on your discounting of the future cash flows, and this might uh, eventually also have an effect on the outcome on the on the equity valuation. And it's the same for other um, um, areas of the investment market as well. If you look, for example, a real estate company that owns a lot of property, this property also is evaluated um, um, with with a benchmark rate to come to a present value. And if this benchmark rate rises, then the present value as of today is, of course, um, um, lower than, than before. Okay. Same applies to infrastructure and so on and so forth. Got it. So it might have an impact also on other asset classes. The most important um, factor is um, certainly how uh, fast the yields will rise. If it's steadily over a longer period of time, it has not much, it doesn't have that much of an effort. But um, if we're coming into a situation like beginning of this year, when, when the yields were rising quite significantly in a very short period of time, the market sometimes struggle to digest this new information and to adapt to the new normal. Got it. Um, so looking at it from a portfolio kind of perspective, is there a way to make your portfolio less sensitive to changes in rates? Mm -hmm. I mean, it always... Um, comes down to the particular situation. Currently, um, we are in a very specific situation because the long end uh, of the yield curve is rising, whereas the short end of the yield curve um, is quite fixed due to the central bank policy and mm -hmm. central bank measures. Mm -hmm. um, but in general, um, you have uh, several uh, yeah, ways to adjust um, the, the, the portfolio duration profile. By The easiest way is by simply... Um, exchanging your holdings into shorter maturity holdings or uh, if you will um, um, maturities uh, same maturities but with a higher coupon we mm -hmm. learned that this also has an effect on the duration mm -hmm. um, or as we touched upon uh, in one of our other episodes 
changing your portfolio composition from fixed coupon um, investments into floating rate coupon investments. But there, as I said, you always have to keep in mind that the floating rate exposure is linked to the very short end of the curve. And as I said, currently the central banks have their grip on this part in the market. So there is not much um, yeah, development or, or movement in the benchmark money market rates. And hence, um, yeah, always depends on the situation. But there are certainly um, different ways to, to adjust uh, and to kind of um, hedge your portfolio, make it less sensitive to um, yield changes. Awesome. Thank you, René. Thank you for having me, Aurelia. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you. Well, thank you guys for listening. We look forward to more Bergwasset. Until then, bye-bye.